Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We're going to get Dr. Morolo on the line. She is Dr. Viola Morolo, who's a specialist urologist, to give Anonymous some advice and take us through the prostate cancer screening process. And we received this email from Anonymous saying, don't be please assist me. My husband is 45 years old and absolutely refuses to test for prostate cancer. Although he has a family history of the illness, his uncle was diagnosed with it, but he got medical assistance and was cured. My husband says he's extremely uncomfortable with the fact that the doctor will fiddle with his manhood and also doesn't know if it will be painful or not. He doesn't want anybody to touching his manhood and the question we were asking you is have you been screened for prostate cancer and how was the process like and we also wanted to know if you haven't been screened as yet why haven't you what's stopping you especially if you are between i'm your 40 plus you should be going to the doctor every single year we've got the good doc on the line hey doc hi how are you (laughs) i am fantastic so happy to have you on the radio Oh, um, oh, it's only my pleasure. I'm glad to be on your radio. I, um, I, it's my pleasure to actually share knowledge to the community about prostate cancer um, and all other urological conditions for that matter. But yeah. it's my pleasure. Yeah. First things first, Doc, how does the screening process work for prostate cancer? And is it painful? We had callers saying, ah, you can just get blood tests, others saying, uh, you know, you might be, the doctor might be fiddling with your manhood. Which one is it? Okay. So um, is it painful? The answer to your first question is no, it is not painful. Mm -hmm. It may be a discomfort, but certainly not not painful. And then as to how you get screening, there's two components of the screening. The first is um, when you get examined by your um, healthcare professional, whether it's a GP or a urologist, depending on what's your first point of contact, um, we'll do a rectal examination. And that's the one that's um, commonly reported to be painful. It's not painful, but it is a discomfort because not, you know, we're not used to um, people sticking fingers you know, in our rectum. So it is a discomfort, but it's certainly not painful. But it provides us with important information because um, if the doctor finds a nodule in your rectal examination, that needs to be further um, assessed and investigated. The other part of the screening is a blood test, which is a prostate-specific antigen, which is a test that that may be painful because it requires needles and you they take blood from your veins and then they send it to the laboratory and the laboratory will then provide us with um, results to say whether the PSA is um, at what level and depending on your age, we can then um, decide whether it's elevated or it's, it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those are the two components of the uh, um, screening, the rectal examination and the PSA. And both have to be done because any abnormality in both of those uh, warrants further investigation. If you have an abnormal rectal examination where the healthcare professional finds a nodule, you need to go for a biopsy. Yeah. If you have two abnormal blood tests, the PSA tests, you need to go for a biopsy, even if the other was normal. And the rectal um, uh, s- screening, right, how long does it take? Because I can imagine you did mention the fact that it is uncomfortable So uh, for, for a doctor to be sticking a finger in your, in your rectum, right? Is that how you say yeah. it? Uh, yes. How long does it take, that examination? That specific examination doesn't take long because mm. um, it's just 
um, like I say, the healthcare professional uses the index finger and puts their finger in your through your anus and accesses the the prostate because anatomically the prostate is behind the rectum is behind the the prostate, so it's an easy way to access the prostate. So it's just putting in a finger and then swiping through the prostate, you know, with the finger and getting an impression. Is it enlarged? Is it um, um, are there any nodules and then obviously is there any blood that comes out mm. when you do the rectum so in terms of time i would say it takes maximum about 20 seconds if i can have an time this, but like just to okay. give you a rough estimation yeah, it's a yeah. very short examination yeah and and who should screen for prostate cancer we had a lot of men over the age of 40 calling in saying that every single year since i turned 40 i've been going to get checkups is that is that the right age to go Okay, so the question is who should be screening? So screening depends on your risk factors. Mm. Um, now, um, obviously, if you, if you a risk factors being age, so the older you are, the higher the risk of prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. The risk increases significantly after the age of 50, okay? And then in addition, um, if you've got a family history of prostate cancer, you're also um, at risk of prostate cancer. Um, and family history also of breast cancer is an important thing to mm. mention. So if you've got a family history of prostate and breast cancer in your female um, family history, then that's important. And then the other thing is race. Um, black race, African black men are at higher risk of getting prostate cancer than the other races. So oh, in wow. terms of the timing of um, when should you start screening, if you don't have any risk factors, then you can start screening at the age of 45. Oh. I mentioned that prostate cancer does start at, um, at, you know, it can start at the age of 40, but um, it increases significantly from the age of 50. But screening for those who without risk factors should start at the age of 45. If you do have risk factors, in other words, you've, you've got family history or you're an African male um, or you've got family history of breast or prostate cancer in your family history, then you should start at the age of 40. And then based on the results that on the screening, that you know, the doctor will either tell you to come annually or, um, you know, depending on or, or your age as well, or too yearly. Most health professionals um, recommend an annual test after you've gone mm. for your first screening. And the reason for that is, um, like all cancers, we'd like to actually diagnose when it's still curable. In other words, while it's still localized to the organ, in this case, the prostate. Yeah. And how is it treated? Okay. So that's a very big question. But um, maybe in terms of background, remember, prostate, any cancer can either be localized, and we're talking about prostate cancer now. So the cancer, prostate cancer, can either be localized in the prostate or it can to the surrounding organs, yes. for example, the rectum, like I mentioned, um, and that we call locally advanced. And then, or it can spread to other distant organs, for example, the bones in this in the instance mm. of prostate cancer, or it can spread to the liver or the lungs. So, treatment depends on at what stage the cancer is. If it's localized, which is where we'd like to treat you, um, we can actually cure you. And there's a multi- multiple, you know, options for to choose from, um, depending on what you, what you, remember treatment also um, incorporates what you'd like and what the healthcare mm, professional mm. recommends. But one of the treatment is um, having a radical prostatectomy where we remove the prostate and that has got obviously its own side effects that are, that are linked with that. And then 
when it's locally advised, one of the options is we can give uh, radiotherapy um, combined with androgen deprivation therapy, which is a hormone that decreases the testosterone. And then when it is um, metastasized, which means it's now spread to distant organs, we have to give systemic treatment, and that's where we give the androgen deprivation therapy where we either remove the testicles surgically, so I mean the testes, the testes mm-hmm. so that surgically, because the testes is where testosterone majority mm-hmm. gets uh, produced. So if we remove the testes, we remove the production of testosterone, the majority production of testosterone, and as a result, um, uh, prostate cancer is actually um, depends on testosterone as well. It, it, um, testosterone promotes the progression of prostate cancer. So by decreasing the amount of testosterone, in essence, we'll be decreasing the progression of prostate cancer. Mm. Doc, it's November, which is Men's Health Awareness Month. Please encourage the men listening now to screen for prostate cancer because early detection can save them, and also so that they can be they can be they can uh, be aware or rather um, get rid of the stigma that's attached to testing for prostate cancer. Okay. Um, Firstly, I mean, the the starting point is to say your health is your wealth. The only way you can be productive in anything that you're doing is by being healthy. Mm. And the only way you can confirm and maintain your health is by going to your healthcare professional so that they can firstly prevent um, help you prevent any disease and then screen any diseases which you are at risk of and then wherever they find it, they must, they must then diagnose it and then in essence treat you. Um, and um, regarding specifically prostate cancer, um, I've mentioned the risk factors. I think in terms of making it even more specific, if you're an African man, mm. your lifetime risk of getting prostate cancer is one in four. In wow. other words, one in four male men um, will be at risk, will have a lifetime risk oh, of getting word. prostate cancer. So if you think about it that way, that's quite a high, you know, stat. Um, as opposed to the Caucasian men, um, one in eight Caucasian men has got a lifetime risk of prostate cancer. And then as a summation in all the risk population, their lifetime risk is one in um, 15. So one in 15 sure. men from all um, races will get prostate cancer, lifetime risk of prostate cancer. So if you look at that stat, and we are talking about that Screening is at the stage where you don't have symptoms. We're actually trying to um, catch the cancer if it's there while we can still treat it. I would really encourage all men to get it because once it's actually spread, yes, there's always help that the health, you know, as uh, clinicians, as doctors, we are able to help patients in whatever way, even if it comes to just improving your quality of life. Mm. But ultimately, what we are here to do is prevent disease. And where there is disease, we then need to diagnose it early so that we can treat you and so that you can maintain a healthy lifestyle and contribute to our beautiful country and world. Oh, yes. You know, you cannot contribute if you're not healthy. Oh, yes. And you won't know if you're healthy unless you get tested because, unfortunately, some diseases only show symptoms when they're already advanced and prostate cancer is one of those. So you're not going to wait for symptoms before you start testing. You need to test at the age of 40 if you have risk factors and at the age of 45 if you don't have risk factors. And dark contact details for those men that are like, you know what, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to get uh, uh, I'm going to get screened. Where can they get a hold of you? Okay, so um, they can get a hold of me, first of all, at my landline in my practice. My number is 010 010- 510 5-double-zero. 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 3339 And where are you based, Doc? I'm based in, uh, in private. I'm based at um, um, Midrand at the uh, 
Curate uh, Clinic in Midrange. Yes. And then also at the um, Urology Hospital in Hatfield. And yeah, those are the two current, um, you know, practices that I have. Um, also in between um, uh, having a practice at Jacaranda Hospital, but I don't have rooms there. So mm. primarily, if you'd like to access me, it's at mid, uh, midstream at Curate Hospital and at the Urology Hos- uh, Hospital in, in, in Hatfield. Doc, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. You're most welcome. And all the best to your, to your um, listeners. And I hope that some somebody out there will actually take the opportunity to test. Oh, I hope so too. I hope they listened to you. Thank you, Doc. Yeah. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Bye. That is specialist urologist Dr. Viola Morolo, who gives us uh, some advice, especially to Anonymous, who wrote a letter to us uh, saying that the husband does not want to get screened for prostate cancer, even though the family has a history of this particular cancer. And uh, hopefully after this interview, Anonymous's husband will go and get screened. Radio 2000 Podcast.